lot better since last week don't i no I, I don't know i don't know what your answer was to that but i'll tell you right now i am okay um if you can't tell first and foremost okay i am thanking god just to see another day okay is that all right with y'all even if it's not that's just what <laughs> that's how i'm feeling okay because it's true um I have always been one to really like start my day truly, like making sure that I thank God just for another moment to breathe, literally inhale to exhale for the fact that he, you know, saw me through the night um, and breathe, you know, breath in my nostrils, you know, and gave me the ability to inhale and exhale on my own and just be in my right mind and things like that. Like I always take the time to do that. And baby, um, yeah, it's, it's like, it's exponential now. Like, it, I mean it to the umph degree, okay? Um, like, umph degree these days. And so I am thanking God just to be before you guys one more time. Um, uh, yeah, because I was trying to figure out if I was going to do intro or if I was going to give y'all like a recap. I guess we'll intro and then give recap. I don't know. I don't know how those things work, but we're just going to go with it. Um. Uh, so welcome and or welcome back to another episode of the B Mix right here on BeExposedRadio.com. Okay. Um, you know, with Thursday nights at 8 p.m. are for um, only, only for everybody. <laughs> the unseen, the unheard, uh, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether we've forgotten part of you or for the person that just does not belong anywhere, the me, B. So welcome and uh, welcome back. Sorry, I don't know. I started like twitching. Um, so you know that it's always, uh, raw material, authentic, uh, conversation here, uh, because I don't know any other way to be, but to be transparent and, um, I live and thrive really through my vulnerability. (laughs) I don't really know how to just be like, no, that's mine. Let me keep it. I don't really know that. Um, I don't think it's to a fault of my own. It's been working right now been a blessing since I decided to unmute myself just with this show alone. I literally started off um, the B-Mix um, Titanic. We're inching closer and closer almost a year ago, so last July, um, inched, uh, inching more uh, closer to that. But I started off by saying like, hey, it's me. I finally decided to unmute myself, so here I am. Um, so again, here I am just telling y'all about it. Um, with that being said, um, no, 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 before we get there, because again, there's business to take care of. So if this is your first time tuning into the B-Mix, welcome. Um, and I am in love with this calendar from the Equal Justice Initiative, EJI. And it is a calendar of um, a history of racial injustice. And um, so I found it, one time I'd seen it advertised really was uh, for Black History Um, No ding to them, it was just first time the algorithms worked out to kind of show me and so um I uh I you know got it in time for that so I've been sharing it ever since because it literally has something on every day of the calendar every single day and 
um, this is not the first year of it. I, when I was on the website getting one for my dad more recently, um, I saw that there was one for 2019 as well as for last year, 2020. Um, so of course, that's the 2021 one. But um, it just, it blows my mind because I guess our, our, my first brain, right? So first thought is, you know, my God, it was so much like to have it throughout the whole day. I mean, the whole year and then so much to where you can have a different one. I'm assuming that there are different uh, facts, um, history points uh, being shared each calendar that they produced thus far. Um, just for three years, you know, for 365 or 66 one year. Uh, for three consecutive years, that's that's a lot of injustice, and then we know that there's more than that. That's um, so to share this with you. This is the picture for April. I just I had to share it because it's pretty significant. That is just it's mind blowing. Um, so uh, today being um, on the Libby, today is our little Liberty. Um, her eighth birthday. Oh my gosh, love that little girl. Um, one of my favorite chocolate girls. Um, <clears throat> and so today is uh, Thursday, April 29th in 1992, a lot more recently than we've been talking about. Um, an all white jury finds the officers who violently beat Rodney King, a young black man in Los Angeles, not guilty sparking an uprising in which more than 50 people died and over 2,000 Don't you love the media? Even though this is, um, this is made by us, you know, made by us for us. Um, but, and just how, you know, the, the standard, I guess, that's somewhat like written uh, or expected uh, for media to follow just because in, in my, I don't know, I won't, I won't go into it because I never really get into these things. I just really like to share them with you and let your thoughts, you know, be provoked and then hopefully just spark some conversation uh, for you to have elsewhere or here. I'm always um, open and willing uh, for you to call in or text or, or comment um, about, you know, any of the, um, of the, uh, what am I saying? Oh, of these, you know, like these history facts, right? Um, so again, you can always call in 443-642-9403 or text, same number, 443-642-9403 or comment as you are liking and sharing the show um, to, you know, let me know what that says to you. I mean, I'm not going to guide the conversation or anything, but we definitely had, you know, a verdict um, in the trial um, with Derek Chauvin. Um, where he was found guilty on all charges um, of the murder of George Floyd. Um, and so while we still have not received justice, uh, we at least got a taste of a sample, right? So a taste of a sample. Imagine that. I ain't even talking about the whole sample that you get, uh, <laughs> that you get from, um, you know, Sam's Club. Like, I ain't, I ain't saying that. So... Um, I was looking at my hair. Oh, talk so, oh, am I very low? I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, okay, so I'm gonna get into my, I'm gonna come up a little bit more. Let me know where I can come because this kind of talk goes into sorry, y'all. I'm <laughs> reading the chat <laughs> from my producer. Um, and I, I am talking low, I even just realized that. But first of all, I just want to let y'all know and share 
Then he corrects me up. He's very ignorant because he started off by asking me, are you hiding from someone? I was about to explain because I know I keep looking up because I'm looking at how my hair is falling across my forehead. Um, but it's he's talking about my volume. And um, so it, it just it snowballs me right into um, my update that last week I shared with you guys. I just last week on the day of the show. So last Thursday, um, I found out that I tested positive of COVID-19. Um, and so since then, I've definitely had some ups and downs, some hots and colds, right? All literal. Um, and so the, I think I shared last week, but if not the very first, um, like symptom that I ever experienced before I even knew that I had it was last Tuesday, um, uh, where I started with a, yeah, I explained this. So it was with a headache, um, that now obviously the migraine. So I've been experiencing a week long migraine. Um, and of course, a day by day, it's gotten like better. It has times where it's a little worse, where it's better. And so um, it's the only thing that still lingers really um, ever since like the last Tuesday. And so like this morning, I woke up with like just pressure behind like my left eye. Um, and so, but I'm more cautious and aware of like my volume. So whereas when I finally spoke to uh, one of my sisters, like, and I, it made me realize that like we, you know, must get excited on the phone with each other, whether we're talking about something not so good, great, everything in between. Um, and so I realized on the phone that I had to lower my own, you know, volume, like, and I had to lower the volume for her. And she's not like a very loud person, but we're girls. So our, you know, voices echo, whatever. Um, and so I'm aware of like, even when I got a little excited talking to my producer before the show, I got excited about just talking with him and I realized like oh I get excited even talking to him like I have to calm down because there's like an echo like if I get loud enough there's an echo in my head it's 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 crazy <laughs> like I don't know any other way to put it um and so that that is why so for anyone else if you felt like I was trying um to put on my sexy voice, which my producer would have ruined it if I was. Um, <laughs> that is that is why. So my bad. So I'm, I'm bringing it up a little bit more. I hope that it's okay. Y'all let me know. If not, he will. Um, but yeah. So um, with COVID, um, here we are uh, 10 days later, right? So I'm no longer contagious. Um, thank God. Uh, after today, right? Um, according to apparently CDC, apparently the health department, according to doctors, um, that that is, you know, I was told to quarantine um, for 10 days from the onset, so the beginning of my symptoms of when I, you know, experienced them, saw them, all that jazz, right? And so um, that being said, though, uh, unfortunately, which um, one think about it now, like in a better light um, than I was yesterday. Unfortunately, my daughter yesterday, she went for her retest and tested positive. And um, so definitely calling all prayer warriors. Um, if you know how to get a prayer through to heaven, be sure uh, to mention Sydney Adriana, please and thank you. Um, thankfully that she has not, um, all this time, she has not experienced or displayed any symptoms whatsoever still to date um thank god so even my mother she was just so confused yesterday like, I, I don't understand like i've been you know trying to keep myself calm definitely trying to keep sydney calm sydney has been definitely definitely she is she is my soldier um she's definitely bared 
through so much, <laughs> so many different things um, of just our life um, with, I don't know, did I share this? I think I shared one, but I didn't share. Okay, there we go. Oh, well, I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, my dad. Sorry, I'm looking at a comment from my dad. He's crazy. Hi, dad. Um, <laughs> but I support you. That's so cute. Um, I'm gonna actually like that in real time, like right now. That's so sweet. Uh, but yeah. So and then my dad's making that uh, inside joke about all of his grandkids and then he's the nephews and how he's how he now calls them gremlins. And y'all know in the movie Gremlins, it's like, oh, you don't feed them after midnight. So he's making a joke about that. Um, anywho, so yeah. Um, so speaking of his grandkids, so with my daughter, um, she's with them. And I think I said this before, but it's because both my mom and dad have been um, vaccinated. And so that was the only household that I could think of that I would be comfortable with. Again, who was already in the household and then, you know, for my daughter, um, because all of this is crazy. Like none of none of this makes sense, um, especially to now like um, actually and physically experience this, you know, firsthand. Um, and now with her having it, so I've gone through my, you know, emotional uh, breakdown, my mental, you know, strain um, of like my spiritual war cry is like it's very it's activated. If I could, like, if that makes any sense to you, like, um, I had to, like I said, I was trying to deal with, you know, keeping Sydney calm, keeping myself calm, trying to, you know, just make sense of everything in real time. And then, you know, try to explain enough to my mother, like, mommy, no, she's, she may not have the symptoms. It's okay. And it's like, well, no, you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, okay. So it was a lot. It was a lot that happened um, yesterday. Um, it was much anticipated. And so I'll get into this later on um, because I actually want to want to build this up. Um, but it, it definitely it, it did something for me um, spiritually, mentally, you know, physically, I believe, emotionally, um, for me to realize that it was time to just to stop wasting time of asking, you know, God to take it off of me, like you know, to release this from me, like, how, I didn't go to that, you know, how could you, I, I didn't have time, like, when you deal with dire needs, or, you know, heavy situations, right, um, literally life and death, like, you know, it, it brings you to a place of, like, okay, not gonna waste time, <laughs> not gonna waste time, I'm like, why me, oh, no, like, on time, I have COVID, okay, like, now, 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 what do we do now, and now, like, yesterday, when that came about, um, again, I had been praying like, hey, Lord, you know, I'm definitely believing and knowing that, you know, Sydney's going to test negative. But like I said, now that I've said it today, um, it's like, duh, almost, almost like a duh moment, right? Almost like a, well, you know, I have it. Like, that's why I was grateful that she tested negative when we both went um, last week because, you know, I had just breathed on her, you know, the night before. Like, I had fallen asleep in her bed, you know, with her. She asked, but, you know, I was just putting her to bed. I fell asleep. And I woke up in the middle of the night and moved, but still, you know what I mean? Like she was in the household with me, even though she was removed from me as soon as I found out. But still, you know, like logically, it makes sense and it's unfortunate. And so I'm just very prayerful and thankful. Um, like I said, even though I've always been, you know, thankful for life, you know, every day, like knowing that it's favor, that it's, you know, not something that I give myself every day, but that, you know, this big, huge, large, wonderful, perfect God 
thinks of me every day to, 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 to bring me to life, you know, every day to breathe, you know, life in me while I'm asleep and can't do that for myself. And then, you know, for the dawning of a day to be like, you know what, I'm going to get her on, I'm going to get her on, right? And so now, you know, especially now, because um, if I was ever to, like I was someone earlier, like a voice my time of asking, like, why me? Like, if I was ever to really ask a why me question, it would really be in the light of, you know, why, wow, like you, you chose me to, to bring me to life every day. Like, in spite of, we, I've said this before, we live in Baltimore City. I've definitely thought that plenty of times. Like, it literally, someone was killed right outside of my house, like, directly out, like, literally right outside of my house. And so death, you know, and murder um, is around us and, and has been, especially in Baltimore City, just by, you know, by way of like killings and violence, right? But now we think about, you know, more globally about this, you know, world health crises, this pandemic, um, d- death, unfortunately, really is, is much closer to home for a lot of us um, than we think. But yet, you know, for those of us that are still, you know, here, if that don't spring purpose to you, I don't know what, right? And so with that being said, it brings me to um, share with you all of like my feelings about, you know, this week and leading up to even like before yesterday. So yesterday, since yesterday, of course, the shift, my mind has been about, you know, my daughter and just how unfortunate it is, but you know, what to do, how to handle it, how to get through it. Um, Because at least, you know, thankfully and and gratefully that, you know, I have made it through, you know, thus far um, with it. It just is what it is like, you know? Um, and so, um, so like I said, so before yesterday, I had really been fussing in my head because I had come to the conclusion knowing that I wanted to share with y'all and the expression when it was like heavy on me. So I hate sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I hate that I, um, I'll like, I'll feel something heavy. I'll feel it. Right. And then I like I process it though. And it's, you know, before the show and all that. So early on, I told you before, usually by the top of a week, I pretty much know or have an idea or have had a conversation or made some notes, had a notion, a thought about what, you know, I'm going to share for the show for the week. And so, uh, or that week. And so um, sometimes I hate though, because I feel, I feel that emotion like heavy, like, Cause this and that and uh and uh right and then I process it and now I'm like it's all fizzled out and I'm all calm about it like hmm. um but so but it shows growth right especially when I think about um what I'm getting into now is that uh, all week I was fussing in my head about you know really the idea around that you know people don't know how to support the support like. I've shared before, I am so much for so many people. Um, and uh, <laughs> this week, if no other time, has really taught me, and I'm jumping around now, but this week has really taught me to, um, you know, there's supposed to be, uh, if there's purpose, right? So there is, there is purpose, not if, there is purpose in everything. And so because there is purpose in everything, that means that there's a lesson to get out of everything, right? Um, and so, um, or there's purpose in everything and a lesson to get out of anything, right? And so with that being said that, you know, I learned to to let go of that notion, right? And I had to work through it though. I couldn't just, you know, 
again, we've talked about before that there's a blessing in like the that moment you decide to let go. But there takes a, there again, everything's a process. So um, there's process. There was a process to get me to a place of even you know letting go of of that notion, right? And so it's like. I um I had the idea of that. Like I said, I've, I've, I'm so much for so many people. And so I learned to set boundaries, right? And to respect my limitations. That's that's Benia's big takeaway from all of this. It has nothing to do with my physical health, technically. Well, you know, it's in there, right? It's implied, it's embedded in there somewhere. But you would think that like, oh, COVID, oh, it taught me that I need to, right? So yeah, so while I know that I'll be sure to always have the emergency, you know, uh, vitamin C, like gummies, right? I like those, those uh, help uh, throughout this time. So just different things that I tried because my producer and I were talking before the show that they don't give you anything. So I want to be very clear, nothing was given, not an antibiotic, you know, nothing to try to um, turn this right side up. Like it was just, hey- you feel it. Go home and suffer through it. Okay. All right. Now. All right. Be blessed. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> um, and so, cause it was even worse when they, when I was on the phone with uh, my mom while she was at, you know, she took my daughter to urgent care to um, be retested and they came in there and like the, the, the doctor, you already could not understand her, um, her, you know, her accent and that's just no fault of her, but I mean, it was just so quick of like, oh, no, no, I mean, why are you upset? By the time I was, I was still asking a question and my mother and it were walking out of the door. Like she had had my mother sign off and it was, it was crazy. Like, oh no, you know, this and all that. Um, it was like really wild to me. And so, but either way, so like I said before, even getting to yesterday about my daughter that, you know, all this time, like I've definitely had a lot of moments of feeling alone and lonely. And I've shared with y'all before, like that, that was like a lifelong struggle of mine. And I'm so grateful at the progress, like, right. And the healing level that I'm on and that I've made, made it through so many, you know, levels beforehand to get here that it was never a trigger for me. Like it never, like, I appreciate that even at some point, my mother had said, like, she was just kind of thinking like in third person in a sense, it was just like, yeah, you know, how could she don't want me? Like, you know, how could she you know, imagine like what she could be going through, like in her mind and just how sad she could be about like in there on her own and all that. Like it definitely sucked. I remember at some point I definitely thirst one of these days in particular for sure, because I was too weak to get my water bottle open. Um, and I just, I couldn't get it open. <laughs> like it just, I couldn't get it. So for a good little while I was getting thirsty. Um, but you know, like it's, it's been a journey because truthfully I felt like there were, there are some people, like even like closest to me, like, it was just like, they just did not know, you know, or I'm sorry, initially it started off with, you know, they did not do, they did not make me feel like, like that they had me, like just, they just didn't like, and then it, it grew into, you know, they did not know, I guess, how to best support me. And then while, of course, if you ask me that just certain actions, I know that I would have made and tried, but then here it is that brings me to my limitations because then some people just cannot, whether it's their mental ability of thinking of what to do for somebody that usually is the person's there for them that will assert themselves. So me, I'm the, I'm the cork, you know, I'll plug myself in, in places where I see people lack, um, where other people in their lives are lacking and I'll insert myself there and stretch myself too thin for what? 
for what? And it doesn't mean that I don't love them. It doesn't mean I don't love them any less. And so I've had to internalize the fact that it doesn't mean that these people I'm referring to that it doesn't mean that they love me any less. It's just, it's a hard pill to swallow that, you know, people will not, you know, break their backs, you know, even like simple text messages. Like there, there, there are people I'm sure that like, why they chimed into my show last week and I had not heard from them until I think like yesterday for the first time. Crazy. That's crazy. That was absolutely crazy to me to be very honest, but I had to get over it. Like I had to, I definitely had to get over it. Um, um, I understand that, you know, people had their lives too. So that, that was another thing. Like it was a reality for me, like, you know, people are going to have their lives and people, you know, will do, they're going to do. I've had somebody that asked me and was just so, it seemed so like thrown, right. Uh, at, you know, hearing like, oh, you're cool. Oh my goodness. People were asking me what was going on. Cause I heard, they heard, you know, someone ask about you when the second and third. And then they told me like, you know, I'm going to have, you know, some things sent to your house. Never still today, nothing. Ain't never even been no knock on the door. I had me sitting there sending my address and everything. Like, for what? What's the point? So while I could park on, you know, feeling, you know, left, just left to die by some people, like left aside, like that people just decided not to do what they really could have done or even promised to do. I had to get over it. I just really had to decide to get over it because I was dealing with too much that was like heavier and, and meant more you know, than, than worrying about that while I could decide to be better. But I've shared with y'all before that I have a, a lifelong, you know, story of, you know, the fact that I could choose to be bitter and, you know, upset and angry and this and that at others and with other people. But that ain't the case. Like, I, j- I just choose not to. So there's a blessing in that. Um, and there's a reward, you know, to, to reap because of it. I know that for sure. Um, and so... <clears throat> Again, while it may suck um, and it can feel lonely when, you know, people don't do what it is that you would think would do for you. And I mean, truthfully, like this includes, you know, um, and I I promise I will not really, while I'm vulnerable and open and transparent with you guys, I also pride myself on like living what, you know, I say and do. So I believe that, you know, you share things with people once you have actually like worked them through with the person. So an issue just in our world is that people will, you know, turn to outside, you know, sources to try to clarify something between what should be clarified between, you know, the two parties or whatever parties are involved, right? And so, um, because I want to be, you know, a party wants to be so transparent and tell you like, oh, it's this person and that person, but name drop and call out for what, right? Um, If I haven't gotten around to, you know, really clearing that up with, those like people like and I honestly it's really because I think that um another thing is like to process it through like it it may get around to the point that it's never even addressed I don't know and I know it was coming from me that's like you should trust everything and this and that but you learn that some things I don't know I don't know I know I couldn't address it like when I was upset about it you know one is weak and tired like um that's been the the number one thing so I had Like I said, it's been the, as far as like my physical symptoms, so it's been like the week-long, you know, headache, migraine. Um, And then so the cold chills have definitely subsided. I haven't had a a fever um, since I talked to y'all last, actually. Um, And so, you know, I've been checking it and I've adjusted the temp in the house um, quite a few times. Like it was really because the temperature actually changed. Um, So I had to to figure that out. And so um, let's see what else. 
I, um, I guess what life has oh, it's definitely been the consistent um, like lack of loss of appetite, like still, which low key to be very honest, pretty grateful for because it's definitely helped me just to you know um, shift my mind um, around just eating. Anyway, I had been I had been doing so bad um, because which TMI, y'all know I'm queen of it. TMI is that child, my cycle came to like when I say so I was weak. That's how I know what day it is. It was Monday. Monday definitely turned out to be, I think, like the worst of my days after I had found out, right? So the beginning before I found out was the worst, worst. And then once I found out the worst day was Monday. Um, because but I realized that I was thinking afterward, I was thinking like that's like the worst of it, kind of like just getting out, you know, in a sense. Um, and I was like weak, weak, but then I remember making a post on my personal page saying like, you know, that your worst days, um, or your weakest days can actually turn out to be your strongest days because, um, I don't know. I ain't gonna say that. Sorry. (laughs) I was so excited to share something with y'all, but, um, so, um, I woke up that day, like, and it was just, it was, I was really weak. It was a day I tried to talk to Sydney um and like my mom and her service in there so trying to like video call I just didn't work out so I was kind of glad it didn't that probably would have upset her it's like I said back to shout out to her for being a soldier excuse me for so many other things you know we've dealt with in life but for this in particular this has been really really hard for her um for the both of us but definitely like for her like she she doesn't understand any of it um and, and you know explain things she's smart but she's still a child she's four and has been away from her mother for the longest that she's been like, like, um, like, I guess forcibly, you know, like, because <clears throat> I don't want to say unbeknownst to her, she's been away from me and has known it. Um, but it's been like, she's been away from me for fun. She's been at Gigi's house and, you know, things like that. And, um, but to be away from me for so long and not understand what's going on and to know that I'm up, I'm upset that I'm, you know, I'm not feeling well, like just, and she's a feeler just like I am. So she definitely, and, um, Yesterday was just definitely a toll on all of us emotionally because she was like really upset because all she's still waiting for is like, when can I go home? Like, you know, grandma's has been cool. Pop-pop's been, you know, he's been chill, but <clears throat> when can I go home? My mother told me that, you know, she sits and would sit at the, at the window um, <clears throat> and saying that she's waiting, waiting for me to show up, like waiting to see my car. She wouldn't, she didn't want to leave out one of the days that my mom was really trying to get them outside, she didn't want to leave out because she said she didn't want to miss me. Like, you know, we'll talk and she went, mom, I don't see your car outside. Like, you know, so thank God, like she's coming home tomorrow just because again, I won't be contagious anymore. But then it was also trying to figure out, you know, how to deal with everything. Like with her, like none of that makes sense either. Like, um, but I know she definitely would not last another 10 days without me. Um, I'd rather keep eyes on her anyway. I really was thinking yesterday, but it, it was just all weird because again that doctor was really no help at all of like she the one thing I was able to get out of what she said was like well it's not like she can infect you again if I get that because that's always been a question of mine even before all of this of like if someone can get it more than once you know what I mean like say if you know so what you what you know is that once you have it, it is in your system in your body for six at least 60 days right and so I couldn't even I couldn't even get uh the vaccine I can't that I couldn't I can't get the vaccine until like three months from now. 
Um, and so it's just like, it's all a whirlwind. So there are very few, you know, certainties and so many of like a slew of uncertainties about all of this. Um, and so while I have all of that to juggle, um, also consider the fact that I have, you know, recently, uh, resigned from work, um, and, you know, left out on faith. And so I'm definitely facing it, definitely facing it right now. Um, and so just knowing like logically that that will probably affect some things. So put some things into perspective, I've shifted some things, trying to just make sense of everything all at once, all while not feeling well. Um, that even just did something to my head now, just saying all of that. <laughs> um, but it's it's still not taking a toll on me because I've chosen not for it to take a toll on me, right? And so when, um, and it, it's, I'm gonna tell y'all what's funny about these notes and it, it probably toward the end of it. Um, but the shift in your mind um, that you have to have, um, it's it's literally uh, only, what am I saying? Hold on. <laughs> shift your mind that you have to have is they literally only do according to their best there we go so that was for that was for people so it was back to like not worrying about you know just what it is and I feel like people could have done you know more could have done better like because why am I going to lie around and be so critical of others like when I have to worry about me and and my little like why no (laughs) I don't I, I literally don't have the time um and you know what truthfully they are best that um, they're giving you. And remember, it's not even, it doesn't even mean that people will give you your, their best either, right? Either way, um, it's heavily influenced by what you allow, right? Benita has allowed for people not to give them their best, knowingly, knowingly, because I wouldn't um, hark on that. I wouldn't even process that. Of all the thoughts that I would have, I wouldn't process the fact that, you know, this person that's in my life is not giving me their best or this is their best and catch this, that their best is not good enough for me. That is okay. That is a healthy thought to have, right? I learned that, you know, people, you know, in, in this time, if, if you know, they, if they reached out to me um, and then found out, you know, what I was dealing with and then of course, you know, they would ask, you know, let me know if you need anything or what is it that you need? But Nia before illness didn't know how to answer that question, right? Um, I've always been the person that you just have to do for me, right? Come and find out, right? So maybe not inside, but I love that one person here asked, like, you need your trash taken out or something like that. Like, but I, I get that and I appreciate that. But I just, I mean, in the midst of really just trying not to be as weak as I was most days. Um, and you know, it was like different parts of a day, right? So I still never counted a day to be like, oh, it's my worst day, worst day. It's like I was talking about Monday that you know started off really weak and all that, but then Da, da, da. I had the energy and I definitely still use this time. I finished reading my book, y'all. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. And already working through because I had already really started on the second one. So there's a sequel to it too. So like I'm in editing mode of the first one while my children's book, like I already told y'all, is with the formatter. But here it is, my part one of my memoir um, and autobio is, you know, it's in edit mode. Um, and then, um, you know, that's helping me to draft, um, you know, like the, the, the sequel of it. So part two, so it's an amazing feeling. And there was a blessing in when I decided to just press through and just to keep, I, I shared that with y'all last week. Um, and so even, even here's something just kind of me. Thank you, Lord. Even when things still don't turn out the way that you thought they ought to be, 
right? So last week I thought I wasn't, I definitely didn't think I was going to find a bad COVID. I'm thinking I just, I didn't feel well. Ooh, things are bad. I'm getting checked out anyway. Um, I'm supposed to preach Sunday. I'm going, you know, press to finish these notes and all that. My body physically felt better as I was finishing up my notes and all that. And yet I still thought I had COVID. So I still stopped the show, right? Paused it for a minute um, for whatever reason. Who knows, right? Who knew? Who knows? I may never find out and that's okay too. Um, because then that's when I chuck it up to the fact that I, just some things I'm just not going to know. And that's okay. Even though I constantly seek, you know, God's wisdom, right? Um, and so, you know, you just in, in gaining and in, in always gaining knowledge, um, whether I like it or not, right? And so um, it's applying that wisdom. And applying that wisdom sometimes means that you, you know, talk yourself off the ledge of like, oh, this person didn't do this. Oh, this didn't happen. Like, oh, I felt lonely here. Oh, I felt, you know, unheard here. So, right. So I'm really talking to my audience today. You know? Like I always open up and say this show is for the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that doesn't belong anywhere. And the reason why I include whether it be the forgotten part of you, because that's you taking, um, uh, taking part in the, the list of people that comes along with those, those titles and feelings, those tags of being unseen and unheard. Sometimes you're being unseen and unheard from yourself. All right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, just saying, um, because, and it could be, you know, that it has some influence, you know, something to do with other people. But if you heart, if you decide to hark on, you know, what's from them, what is or is not from them, then you're doing a disservice to yourself because now you're worried about somebody else rather than worried about you more. So it's mind over matter, right? So instead of me even worrying about, you know, oh, you know, a best friend or somebody really close from church or this or that, <clears throat> you know, that I didn't feel like, you know, really showed up, you know, a sister or this or that, you know, like literally so much throughout this week, people have, you know, a, a friend or whatever you want to call it, like just even has talked about like his ideals or whatever, whatever he thinks about, like since he's, you know, on house arrest and you know, when he was locked up and this and that, right? Because it was just a time, it was a conversation that just passed the time at some point. Because first, I really was talking to anyone. Um, and so then it was like, okay, I ain't gonna shut myself in here like too much, I guess, you know, whatever. I will appreciate it if somebody's reaching out, right? And so um, it was like just that people can find themselves talking about their stuff, even in the midst of like, yeah, I don't wanna hear this. Like, I don't, there was one conversation as well. It was one of my sisters when I talked to her just come back um from traveling and I wanted to hear all about you know our trip and so they're just you know just tell me but um there was just like things and like feeling like that people um you know can't at least with one person well that same sister like I know she's been very clear like so she's not the person she's not like me like as far as like I know how to you know I have this innate ability to just be there you know for people but over the years, I've learned to really kind of take a page from her book of like, you know, no, I can't always, you know, be that for everybody. And it is like, it's, it's a tug of war, like almost every day for somebody like me, um, especially now. And I know it's going to be because I have now learned to set boundaries and to respect my own limitations. Like, if I don't feel like it, I don't feel like it. If I don't want to, I don't want to. And then as long as I check that against my gods and know like, okay, God, am I going to get some assignment, you know, from you? Because that's the thing too, we'll take on these assignments that then really turn out to be projects because they weren't assigned to us in the first place. I've definitely learned that. Um, and so, you know, I had to let go of like, you know, dang, like, well, how is it that I 
can be surrounded by people that just don't know just how to just love on you just unconditionally like but I guess they do it to their to their extent but then that makes it conditioned I only know how to love unconditionally but I have to be selective you know of it it is my daughter that deserves my unconditional love and then at some point it'll have to be with conditions because I won't be able to allow you know everything every little thing you know get away in the center third and it's not really some point is now you know to be able to to raise her up in a way that you know she understands and respects discipline respects authority but also you know as we are millennial parents so our double challenge um is those things those foundational tools that we learn uh, in a hard way <laughs> um but to pack those on with the concept of you know being you know feel, having a safe haven being you know open-minded and open you know hearted to uh, receive criticism, but also to, to, I don't know, to offer constructive criticism, but to be able to express, you know, self and all of that. Like, it's just, it's all of these things, uh, that we're doing in parenting in the 21st century right now. Like it is, it's a lot. Um, and so that's why it's so much about, you know, working on self. That's why I keep reminding us all, right. So it's like sharing with you all, like why I talk so much about working on self, because it, it, everything boils right down to that, everything, to be able to take, you know, instruction and to take criticism, right? Um, even when it's not intended so well, um, to accept, you know, that people will not always, you know, come through for you, you know, the way that you need, um, the way that you would think, even the bare minimum of what you would think that they would do, you know? I, I'll be honest, I was very hurt, at least by one, like one best friend is just like, okay, like nothing, like nothing, nothing like it's just crazy to me um it was one sister that I had to just really internalize like just of just where she is like just in her place right um of you know like that I I don't know how to answer you and tell you and all that because I had to realize I it was not here it is this is the tip of the week it is not your responsibility to show up for people on, on when they ask you you know how they can be of service to you it's not your responsibility. It's for people to love you so much and to have over the years, however many years and decades and all that, that they've gotten to know you to actually do that and to have understood and then to learn the different facets of you. And so only the people that care enough about you to understand that your different versions of yourself to stick around and to um, accommodate and to adapt rather to these new you know, ways of yourself. You Hopefully it's for the better, right? So it shouldn't be a huge ask to ask someone that says that they love you and care about you to adapt to the new and better version of yourself that you continue to evolve into, right? Uh, and so it's not your responsibility. I actually just, shout out to Toby Ngiwe, 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 um, Toby, <laughs> okay? Um, that, you know, I'm, I'm still learning the concept of, like he was talking about um, in this video that I actually just watched on IG, um, that, you know, it's like he was sitting around with a group of people and they were really going in about, you know, it was something about, you know, he said he, he knew he was really free when he, um, like stopped, basically like stopped feeling like he, you know, had to explain himself. Like he was like, everything that he is, is just true to who he is, uh, what, where he comes from. Um, you know, like just, he was like, if you don't speak Ebonics, Okay, like if you don't speak, um, I keep wanting to give another, um, I can't think of uh, what African tongue that he um, 
um, you know, said that, like spoke to, right? Because uh, I keep wanting to say you, but that's not it. But uh, dang it, it is like on the tip of my tongue and it's not there. But um, he was like, you know, okay. And if you don't get to know it in order to be able to understand me, then okay. And that literally, that comes down to say, I'm on a smaller scale, but he's like really taking it, you know, and knows and gets the bigger picture of that. I'm still on the smaller scale because it was hard for me, even like while as I was watching it, um, to, to take to that. So I'm like, but, and it was one person, it was like in, the, in that group I was speaking to, she was saying she used to teach and so basically she taught like around a lot of white people have white children um and so she said she used to put on something i think a wig or something just did something totally different with her hair um and she said then after a while she was like she would not and she was like even a white person that she loves like she worked with asked her it was like a school banquet um and they asked her like oh what are you doing with your hair for the banquet she was like still to this day that person that white person she could really call and let them know that she needs them and they would come through for them uh, from, through for her so she understands that, that person really loves her but still just does not get it and so it's not for us to while I've, I've been in lighter conversations um shout out to my best friend josh who has definitely talked about this and has said this um that it's not for us you know we get tired and it's not for us really to explain ourselves um and it, definitely not for us to water ourselves down that's really what toby's point was to water ourselves or to um to, you know, shift or, you know, kind of just give it to you a little different or even to cold switch. That's why I was really a good tough to swallow because I'm a proud cold switcher. Woo, learning um, that, you know, once you get to a place of like, oh, I'm really good at this, guess what? There's still more for you to learn and adapt and change about that and to, in order to improve, right? Improvements are like eternal. Mm, that's really a beat tip of the week. Improvements are eternal. <laughs> There's always something you can do to be better. So improvements are eternal. You heard it here first. Um, and so, but like, like I was saying, shout out to my best friend, Josh, that, you know, he has said that, like, we get so tired that, you know, I don't want to have to explain, you know, myself to, to get you to understand it. You either go and try to read, and I get, but see, my thing is where I struggle with that is because, well, how, how else are they supposed to learn? But then it's like, you know how, like, if you do a good job of something, then they keep asking more of you. So if I'm doing a good job of explaining, hey, Blackness is this, Black is that, Black is this, we need this is Black, then that, that is tiresome. And that's doing more damage to me and they don't understand that, right? So it's the same way of like, when you feel, you know, unheard, unseen, forgotten, um, you know, overlooked and all these other things that, it may not necessarily be, you know, your, um, your, your place or your obligation to get them to understand that. That's why I said it may go, it may go unaddressed. I don't know, uh, directly at least, um, because sometimes they may not get it that way, but somehow, you know, it, it comes around. Um, and there was, oh my God, it definitely slipped my, my mind. It was another point to add on to the point, piece of that. Um, hopefully that comes back to me, <sighs> excuse me, but you know, there is, um, there's work for you to do. Again, so that goes back to, like I said, everything boils down to working on self so that way you won't even be, you know, worried about your, your mind, your thoughts won't be entangled, you know, with the, the idea of that people, you know, have not done for you and they did not give you enough here and did not do enough there because then that's how you really take that and go and bleed on other people that have nothing to do with it. That's how you turn into being because, you know, just the same concept that I just read of like people that are easily anchored, you know, are easily controlled, right? So I feel like if you water down a little bit, if you're easily triggered, you know, you're easily triggered, actually. So if you're triggered by something and then you, you're triggered, 
you know, to, to let loose, you know, you can and on other people that some people will be that, you know, that friend that was hurt and then you'll turn and be the hurting or hurtful friend to someone else. No, that's just not how it's supposed to go. Stop it in its tracks. Stop it right there. That's how negativity and, and horribleness, you know, is passed on because, of, okay, I was hurt, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Got it. So, 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 so heal. And, and unfortunately, we don't hear that healed people heal people. That should, that should be the new hashtag. That should be the new thing, the new norm. If we want to talk about stepping into new norms, can we talk about that? That's greatness. Come on, check the shirt out. Boom. <laughs> like, shout out to uh, 316 Collection. Definitely, definitely, definitely high on my list. Okay? 316 Collection just from packaging alone, but like pieces. There is this raincoat, y'all, that I am pressed over. I pray that I never mess it up. So I don't think I'm ever letting go of it. You understand me? It's slicker than slick. You understand? Um, but yeah, like, how about heal people, heal people, right? Look, look how just even in my own way of condition, my conditioned mind, that there's a small, slight, I mean, a very slight, slight thought, though, it was just like, oh, that sounds weak. Like, so what? And why does it? That's the real question. But hurt people hurt people. That's just something we, you say it and it's strong. That's it. And it shouldn't be. That is a statement that should be weakened. You know, let's do the work in order to weaken it. Let's do the work on selves so much so that, you know, we don't, you know, find ourselves so wrapped up in what people haven't done for us, what people you know, where people have failed us. People will continue to fail you. There is definitely a blessing in being delivered from people. That is now what I understand that Toby was talking about because I understand that and I understand it like for certain people in my life that that is, you know, a part of my uh, prayer for them, right? Like for God to help to deliver them from, you know, people and just what they think of, what people think and they're great people and all that, but it'll be stuck on or won't, you know, move this way because, they know that some people are going to feel like, oh, that disgusts me. So I guess I'm on my way of being delivered from what people think anyway, because I know that there was an unlocking of that for me and my, for myself. Um, but there, you know, I still have ways to go. But uh, there are other people that I know for sure that definitely have a lot of ways to go. But I, I pray for them um, to be delivered from people just because like and that that goes good and bad of just I'm not doing anything, you know, really for. Um, you know, accolades, like, so if I'm not doing anything for the accolades of man, I literally am really living my life to be sure that God tells me that I did something right. <laughs> like, and if anything, for real, for real, I really can't even go small because it's go big or go home. I'm really living my life so that way God tells me that I did everything right, which, yeah, it's not everything. I get it. But that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to do just that, right? I am trying to do that, I am trying to spread as much positivity and to offer, you know, a new found uh, positive perspective, you know, just throughout the world, if I can, like, because I have to, because we need it. And so if nobody else is going to do it, why not? Even if it, if these videos never make it to, you know, as many people as I would love for them to, then I pray that it makes it to the people that need it most. So that way, like I was saying earlier, it invokes you know, and provokes, um, you know, a, a new way of thinking. That was my bishop. Get rid of that stinking thinking. Like, get rid of it. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go.
let it go. Um, and that's because like you realize, um, oh wow, look at that. Look at some of the stuff that I've said. So <laughs> furthermore, you have to realize that it's best not to hark on what doesn't, what wasn't done for you and how it made you feel inadequate, but gracious and grateful for what was done for you. That's it. That's 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 being a bigger person for real. Be able to say, like, you know what? At least they did this. At least this was happening. Like, at least I finally got a text message. At least, you know, this, at least that, you know, and, and it just helps to just, and you rehearse it, right? So that's part of the, I guess, faking it till you make it, like, you can rehearse it. Um, but it also makes you aware, too, because it's not, I don't, that's what I'm My issue in the past had been, like, you know, people hurt me. Like, oh, t- done. Like, <laughs> best from where? For what? Out of here. Done. Done with them. Off with their heads. Like, no, no, no. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't treat people like that. I can't treat people, keep, uh, keep treating people um, so disposable. Like, who am I? Who am I? Life passed through me, but I did not create life. That's the same reason why I can't take life, right? Um, and so to treat people like they just, oh, man, ugh, you didn't do this for me is one thing, you know? Absolutely not, right? And then it takes, you know, especially when you want to try to, like, in those moments where you're like, oh, yeah, they didn't do enough for me here. And I got to say, at least they did this. Um, and then if you're, you know, your thoughts come in of, like, the other things that they've done for you, right? Um, and then if you try to dismiss that, you ever had that? Like, hey, it was those other, no, I ain't, no, I ain't about to think of those other times. No, they didn't do this right now. No, 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 then no, 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 it's too much. You're wasting your brain time. Like, you're wasting your any time minutes in your brain. Like, cut it out. Um, and so you gotta let it go, y'all. You gotta, you gotta let go of the, of those moments and feelings and times where, you know, it's like, I feel unheard. Okay, process that. So that way you get to a place to where you can let it go. Right. And I'm going to stop saying let it go because I really like the word release right now. Really, really, really like the word release. Release it. So that way your hands are not heavily weighed by stuff that you should have released. So that way you now have free hands to receive blessings. Right. It's the same thing when they say, you know, let uh, old things go, relationships, jobs, cars, how everything. Right. And yes, I'm talking about materialistic things. And then even talking about, you know, like what people have done for you and all of that. And whereas it doesn't really mean only, you know, what people do for you and all that. And that's what speaks to, you know, who they are to you and all that. Um, Unfortunately, that is how we understand things. So I get that. Um, But that's another way of being able to dismiss those ways of like, they didn't do this for me then. Like, it just, it really helps me. If anything, the, the way you get to like, I don't know, I think everything comes to like, uh, where you can have that that thought in your in the back of your mind, like ha ha ha, right? So that ha 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 moment for the the person that's you know unheard and unseen and overlooked and forgotten and all, right? It's really for like, well, that's why I get to you know worry about myself more. It's that, it sounds lame, doesn't it? Just because of the way we're conditioned, but for real, for real, that's the ultimate revenge, like revenge. And I mean, even if you feel like you want revenge on your best friend or your sister or your brother or your kinfolk or somebody you know, let, let it be that, that it's like, you don't really want them hurt or harmed, but it's like, oh, this revenge is the way I have to see it as a human being. That sometimes, unfortunately, that's like our natural feeling. Oh, this, something has to happen to them because this, right. If that, you know, for the people that you love, you don't want anything hurt that, you know, to actually hurt them. So it's like, you know what, what's the best revenge when we worry about me? So I'm not going to be, I'm not even going to 
I know now moving forward that I'm, I'm not even going to feel bad, you know, at some things that if I can't make or do, you know, for people, and it doesn't mean I'm going to go on my way not to, but if I can't, if that's just how it happens and I am busy and, you know, when I'm married and got, you know, more kids and this and that, but even now just with my daughter and it's only just us and just chilling and, you know, figuring out life together um, and navigating, you know, through the life's uncertainties and finding the certainties in, in Christ. Like, I'm not going to feel bad at what I can't make and what I can't do. Like, and it doesn't mean you have to then be like, well, remember when I was sick, remember I had COVID and you didn't even text me and you said you were going to send stuff and you didn't and or you took two days to drop this off or you know, I didn't even hear from you because you don't know how to just, you know, love on me. Like, okay, all right, got it. So let me find who does. Like, okay, or let me be who does, really. That's the biggest piece of it, right? Like, it's just not, no. Um, And so um, what I've realized is that as long as something seems to be missing, um, like say they didn't do, you know, this and that, uh, while I was at my worst, some reward is coming to make up for it. And I said before, like there's, I'm like touching on my notes before I even want to get some. Um, besides, you know, at least in my story, that that's really always how God is always testing. He's always, if nothing else, is always the test from him for me about my dependency, depending on solely him. Like he does not want me to depend on anybody else for anything. And I know it's because he knows my loyalty. He knows that I, you know, in the past have been loyal to a fault. And so I'll feel like if you, you know, do this for me and have done this for me and have shown me this, then, you know, oh my gosh, like I am so loyal to you. Right. And so think about how the different arms that that has stretched out into in ways that didn't work out in my favor to, you know, friendships that I should have let go of. Um, whereas then it turned out to be the end of them, you know, was really the realization I've talked about before that was the betrayal of myself, you know, expecting people to do more for me and to be more to me, you know, than they probably, you know, wanted to be, than they probably could be, um, or what have you, right? And so, you know, just it was just me being loyal because they were nice to be good to me at this particular time, like, and not recognizing the seasons, you know, seasons change right? Um, change is eternal. That's why improvements are eternal, right? Um, um, they're also internal. Change should be internal as well, right? Because um, everything outside of you is changing always, but inside of you should definitely be changing as well and changing for the better. Let's be very clear about that, right? Um, and so, you know, what, what did I just say? Oh, right, 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 right. It was the reward part. Um, I wanted to go back to that because I know I was talking about dependency, but it was like, you know, the reward. And so the reward is that literally, you know, I'm learning like it's not just for the old people <laughs> in church. Like we're growing up and you learn and hear like, if I only got good and that's all I need, you're like, okay, yeah, that's for the motherboard. That's, you know, for the, for the deacons. All right, okay. We'll read that in the Deacon Digest, but what about me? Like, you know, what's going on? But no, it's 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 really for everybody, just like God is for everybody. He all souls belong to him. He created all things, right? Not just people, not just animals, but all things. And so, you know, if I literally only depend on him for my happiness, for my, you know, covering, for my protection, for you know, providing for me and all that, 
I literally have all that I need. And so the issue is when you lose sight of what it is, you know, that he is coming through, uh, you know, to do in your life. Right. So then if you realize oh, you blushed with something and you depended on this job. Well, you know, the money that you need to take care of these bills. Wow. Logically, that would make sense. Like, yeah, of course. Duh. No, no, Pam. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, and so, you know, you did, you, once you depend on him, you realize that he will bring, you know, he will really, first of all, provide for you, you know, the way he sees fit for you, that is best for you. So then it's humbling itself. So with um, something, and I'm, it's so crazy because I'm like literally repeating some of the things that have like excited me even writing today um, that I, I mentioned in my second book, I, I mentioned that um, with, you know, the dose of independence, you know, should come a double helping of humility, right? So to keep, to, to maintain, you know, a humble spirit, that like is that's in Bible, right? But that's that's just something you ought to do and, and should do is um is is be humble because it's the, the, when you mess up as soon as you you know get to feeling like you self made and done everything yourself, that's 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 where you start losing out. You start losing things and then the issue you wanna know what's worse than losing something is losing something and not knowing that you're losing it. Right. So imagine these movies and shows or something about like people talking about like, you know, like, you don't really see it. Like when it's happening in real life, you don't really get a chance to see my hair. It, you know, Trump, so. But um, we think about like people like embezzling money. Right. So you think if you, you know, own this, you know, Fortune 500 company and somebody is stealing money, you know, right from you and you don't see, you don't know because you are not the one to check your books or you may overhear it. Um, you know, from from your treasury department or whatever, your finance department rather. Um and but just you don't know it. So it's it's still something that clicks like like bruh, at some point I would just sleep and just chilling and just doing what I, you know, normally do and just being happy and people would steal it from me. That's wild. Like that's <laughs> it's it's crazy. So to lose out on things that you don't know it. So then that goes along with, you know, when you are not remaining humble, that, you know, you'll lose out on things and your life is starting to unravel this life that's been built up. And you realize, oh, oh, wow, I was losing this before I even realized that I was like this was starting to go, you know, south before I even knew. Um, And so to me, I feel like that's worse than, you know, losing out on something is like not knowing that you're even losing out in the first place. That is like, wow. And so the reward that comes, you know, from totally depending on God is to be, you know, in the know. And so then to have that, that easy access to him to, you know, ask for, you know, Lord, is something I'm missing right now? We're good. Like, I just want, hey, checking in, like, I'm just straight. Okay. Am I right where I need to be? Or do I need to shift? I need to change. Um, and so, you know, like it's, it's so wild to me that, you know, as things change, like I said, as seasons change, you know, that we are to adapt to those, you know, and change along with um, that, you know, the, with those changes that come along that, um, you know, it's just, it's just wild to me, <laughs> like change is so wild because it's just it, once you get settled and so it makes you think to the logical mind and to the carnal mind, it makes you think like, dang, so I never get settled, but you're totally not, not really anyway. Like you are to, you know, walk amongst this land, right? Um, you know, be in the world, but not of the world, right? So it technically, yeah. Like, so why, you know, again, for my people, for my people that I say that feel like you do not belong anywhere, 
welcome. It's okay. We're right here together. I definitely never feel like I belong anywhere that I find myself. And I mean, ever. There's always something that makes me feel like, woo, child, I don't belong up in here. And that's okay. Even if it's, you know, something good, but it's just like, it's saying, this may not work for me, you know, but I, you know, have to work it. Right. Um, and so, um, I have this wild analogy that I'll come up with because like I was talking about that one of the symptoms of COVID has been, you know, that I haven't had an appetite. Y'all, when I say I'm embracing it, I'm just saying not that I'm, you know, I always talk to myself on purpose or anything, but I literally do not have an appetite. And so I did celebrate, uh, it was just one uh, night yesterday, two days ago, I was able to get soup in it was for the first time, like some place Tuesday. So I got soup in. It's not that I've had an upset, upset stomach, literally just have not even had the urge to even want to eat, first of all. I mean, like I said, like looking back on it, it was just like, well, right beforehand, I was eating crazy. Not really. Now I understand it was, you know, those hungry, glutton weeks that lead up to, you know, when my cycle comes. But still, like, it was just crazy. I was eating heavy, going right to bed. It was crazy. Uh, had blown back up again. Y'all see me. I'll even go and look at last week. And the biggest difference of last week is not just that I had one of this week. Like, because <laughs> I definitely gave y'all loose tickets. Sorry about that. Um, not so. so, um, you know, like I, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've lost for sure. I've, I've lost some weight, right? I've definitely, um, lost, I'm like down like 10, 12 pounds. Seriously. Um, and so, you know, it, it's helped though to shift my mind and thinking like now it's really been about just eating as much that I, you know, need it. So what's the, how's the phrase go of like, you know, instead of living to eat, you eat to live, I think, or I might've said it back, uh, which clearly shows that I've never lived by it the right way that you're supposed to say it anyway. Um, but, you know, it's helped to shift my mind in that way now, right? To even consider like, bro, I don't have, just because I have all this in here, my deep freezer is de- definitely has a good amount. We have a good amount of snacks and food and every, you know, cupboard and all that I could possibly think of. Thank God, right? That don't mean I got to run through it now. Like, what the world? First of all, let's let's consider longevity, Benia. Like, what are, what are we doing? Even with snacks, with things that you, you know, really don't need and, and really don't want, right? But you tell yourself that you want. And so, like, whereas I think I'm, you know, considering, like, just the, the smoothie life for a little bit, uh, maybe even considering, you know, veganism, I guess, um, just because I've really been off of meat. There was the one day that um, I celebrated that I actually ate, like, three meals. I had a banana for breakfast. Um, and that's when I had the soup for lunch. And then for dinner, I was like, oh, I might be able to get in. I love chicken sausage, right? Getting to my analogy. And so love chicken sausage. And so like I made just one, one chicken sausage. This was like the Italian style chicken sausage. It was like, oh, I love it. Usually. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so, chow, I made that sausage and could not get it. Like could not eat it. Again, didn't, it didn't make me ill. Didn't make me sick. I took a couple bites. I was just looking at it. And so first I just set it down. Then I saw myself like throw it away. Like, you don't want this. Like you really don't want it. So I hate being wasteful about what I do. But that just comes from, you know, places poverty grown up honestly um uh and so I had to realize like okay but you thought that you know because first I just couldn't understand like why don't I want this chicken sausage chicken sausage I don't understand like come on and so it was because it was worth the concept of you know it's substitute for regular sausage that I had been you know substituted and you know for regular sausage eating chicken sausage but then even telling myself like I don't even need that like just because you're substituting Okay, what's worse for you for something better doesn't mean that it's the very best for you. 
right? Because of course there are all these, you know, talks and and you know findings of you know just meat in general that's bad for us. So I really might be considering. I know it's a mediumism, but really might consider like pescatarian diet or something for a little while, um, just because it, you know especially it's perfect time out of this with the weather beginning to break um, that you're not really going to want like hot heavy foods anyway. And then if I do, you know, really feel like I need meat because there are points in times where I feel like I just want to choose something heavy, right? Um, you know, heavier than, you know, vegetable that can easily like dissolve in your mouth or this or that, even, you know, cr- uh, not a crunch, you know, with a, a raw vegetable, but I want, you know, this, like whatever, like I want, you know, chew, uh, chew, <laughs> the, uh, uh, chewy bite, right? Um, that, you know, then I'll do like, you know, like seafood, which I love, right? Um, then, of course, I know their findings and all that about that, too. So I always kind of stick, you know, to at least what they tell us. So, yo, I hope nobody out here is eating tilapia. Just want to put that out there. Um, ben, ben stopped tilapia, y'all. Um, y'all know I love my salmon, and I'm praying for God. Y'all never tell me I can't eat no salmon. Uh, salmon is scrimps and scallops, okay, and lobster. Okay, it's seafood. It's all seafood. Um, <laughs> but, it's, you know, it's what's best, right? And so... But all that being said, that, you know, the reward and, you know, depending on, you know, God to provide everything for me is that I was able to put all these things into perspective. Wow. Truthfully, I'm, I'm battling, you know, a deadly virus. Like, again, what I was talking about in the beginning, which was like, you know, um, things that I've, you know, been able to put into perspective don't really necessarily have anything to do with like, you know, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I'm coughing here. I'm coughing. Like, no, like it was this time. And so this time that remember I said, you know, while I took the month of April, even from work, like just with the PTO initially before, you know, I resigned was, you know, to, to, to work, uh, to write and to work out. I haven't done much of the workout. I did, you know, some, um, and then it had to be because it was going to, of course, while well, I was sick, my trainer reaches out and everything is crazy. But, you know, um, you know, so I played a little bit in April, right? Played a lot more. I'm not going to say a little bit, played a lot more than I should have because while I was getting some writing and I wasn't really getting it done. And so I was finding myself distracted and all that. And in this time, I've been able to actually finish my book and really get serious about you know, I'm excited about because it's uh, the first part is really about just a lot of BS, a lot of snap BS, but a lot of stuff, right? It was just everything was really sent to kill me. Everything was sent to destroy me. And so the second half, you know, or, you know, second part is really to talk about the good in it because it's what I'm always preaching and talking about anyways, find a positive out of anything. Um, y'all, I, I, listen, it's, it's uh, now I just finished the part that I know is going to be a little controversial, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm willing to back up, you know, any any argument that I make, or, you know, anything that I mention in the book, because though they are actually my thoughts and they're coming from a place, you know, for a reason. Um, and so it's really just about, you know, again, provoking um, a a positive perspective. Right. That is uh, definitely a part of my mission and I think it's part of my purpose and what I'm here to do. Um, is to help people just to see, you know, the lighter side of things because there is light in everything somehow, some way. Yes, I even I even touch on slavery in Talk about controversy. <laughs> just saying, just saying. I only touch on it a little bit um, and and give a little little, little another way to think about it. Um, a spiritual, you know, tip. Um, now, never, never saying that I agree with it. Or anything. I'm just the person that, you know, I am not somebody that changed. I'm not somebody that did it. I'm not somebody that, you know, changed it. I'm not somebody that was back, 
there when it was, you know, like in full effect, when it was still here, but when it was in full effect, you know, then uh, now that I'm here, you know, after all of that time, uh, it's my responsibility to, to take a, a different route, you know, or to pick up the baton, you know, from where it was, it was left. And um, the only way to actually, you know, go forward is not to, like I was talking about before, is to be so down and heavily uh, bound um, with, you know, all the negativity of it. So it's like, okay, how can I see a lighter side of it in order for me? Because when you feel lighter, you know, when you think lighter, you'll, you'll, hmm. ooh, 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 that was good to me. When you think lighter, you'll walk heavier. That's from the B mix, baby. You're welcome. That's good. That, that's good to me. I don't know about y'all. That's good to me, right? Um, and so, um, like I said, that I have, you know, out of all of this, um, I have learned to set my boundaries and to respect my limitations. Right now, I am faithing it to the extreme. Okay, faithing it, faithing it, faithing it, faithing it, faithing it. Uh, Excuse me. Um, that um, you know, so much so that the devil, <laughs> oh the devil, um, he done messed up. <laughs> it's one of those. What's what's one of the movie? You know, he done messed up, right? Like he done messed up, baby. Because I realized that even with you know COVID uh, for myself, and now you know with my daughter testing positive yesterday, um, that you know I had I had to like I said I had to process through. Um, because it was figuring out, you know, what's best to do where, you know, should, does she come home immediately, you know, yesterday, does she, do I wait out still my 10 days, like, you know, tomorrow. So <sighs> we've, you know, decided that tomorrow is the day, um, that was supposed to be the day anyway. I think beforehand, it really would have been like some more days. They would have probably like kept her until at least like Saturday or something, but, um, definitely she comes home tomorrow. And so, um, it's like, it's, it's crazy to finally get to this point, to get to the show, to get to now like inches for the end of the show, to know that the end of the night is coming um, for the next day to dawn, like just prayerful, you know, that we even get to see the next day um, and dealing with that. And so just yesterday, um, heavy with those feelings and not knowing how to express them. Um, there was a friend of mine that called and um, once I, it was the first time that I mentioned it or, you know, said it out loud to anyone that she had tested positive, you know, after, you know, being on the phone with my mom and, and, and Sydney being at the doctors that, you know, I teared up, right. Definitely got a little watery eyed. And uh, so thank God, like, is this attention to me elsewhere. Just, people have so much on their mind. It's crazy. Like I can really handle when I have a lot on my mind and still be like present for people and other people do not have that ability. It is so crazy to me. Um, but anyway, so and we want to get off the phone. And so then I was just, you know, finally able to just be, you know, with myself. Cause of course I never wanted to get off the phone with my mom and my daughter just until, you know, until we finally did. Um, so it was just, you know, I was finally like just to myself with my thoughts and all. And had finally, I get started to release them. Were released. There we go. Um, and so, uh, you know, thank God that my first lady, she sent me um, a link to watch this service. Um, uh, shout out to Pastor John Russell. And um, he, uh, he talked about shifting the atmosphere. And so I really wanted to make sure that I share it with y'all. Um, just the idea of shifting the atmosphere. And he said that a lot of us 
um, which is crazy because initially watching it, I almost didn't want to feel like it pertained to me because I was like, well, no, I have a different perspective and all that. So that's why you have to be mindful and be careful of when you get so wrapped up in the I'm so unseen, I'm unheard, I'm forgotten. Like then you you feel like, oh, no, that don't pertain to me because that's for the people that's doing this to me. Like, no, <laughs> no, it, it you, you right there. You. Yeah, it pertains to you. Too. Um, and so when you talked about that, you know, we'll ask God to help us get out of things and to take things off of us and to, you know, take us out um, instead of rather shift the atmosphere and invite God in. So there are a lot of different, you know, scenarios in the Bible where they talk about, you know, that people were in the heat of things and then, you know, they found God in that, well, in the midst of, right? So through Hebrew boys, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, God got in the fiery furnace with them. That even the the king Nebuchadnezzar, you know, he said, like, you know, it looked like Jesus up in there. Like, what? What in the world? Like, I know Jesus ain't in that furnace. I know he lying. He's not in there. Um, and so, you know, like in the lion's den, Jesus was in there with them in in the in the belly of the whale. Jesus was in there with them. Like, you know, just other other scenarios, like where, you know, Jesus will get right there with you. You have to believe. I believe that's what's helping me through all of this. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm really, yet again, here I am in something else where I could not imagine, you know, what I'll be doing, how I would be getting through and getting by if I did not believe in Christ as heavily as I do, right? It just, it, if nothing else, if you have to think of it logically and, and rationally, it's like, it really helps your brain because your brain already is human brain. We we can't help this how it operates. It has to think on something, right? That's what it's meant to do. So, you know, like if you are dealing with something good and bad, heavy, indifferent, whatever the case may be, um, that it, literally thinking on Jesus helps you just to, you know, not, to bear through. Like, you know what? I ain't even to worry about this over here. I'm just worried about, I'm gonna think about Jesus. I'm going to think about how, you know, he did this. I'm going to think about how, what he probably thought about when he was, you know, in man form and was, you know, on earth. Like, and then how it was back then. Like, just, and just how we compare it to now. Like, just things. Like, you know, it, it really, you know, helps to encourage yourself in the Lord, but also, like, to set your thoughts on him. Like, just different things in different ways. It doesn't mean you're doing everything perfectly. I can tell you that. I'll tell you right now, I didn't truly start to get blessed in my life until I started letting go of like where I used to be so afraid to do anything and to mess up. Like, uh, you know, I believed in God so heavy. I really had the fear of God, right? Really, really, really had it. And, um, and so that wasn't where I was like mostly blessed, truth be told. Where I really started to receive, you know, my blessing. That was when I was young too. So, you know, I guess it kind of chucked that up. But where I really started to receive my blessings is when I started messing up. Mm. I started blessing up when I started messing up. <laughs> okay. That's y'all getting some good stuff today. Do you hear me? Like, I'm, I'm just saying like it, it really, you know, happened because of when I, you know, I started taking risks or something. Right. And so then in order to mess up so that we have to learn from it, that gave God content to be able to work with, right. For him to be able to create me a new, you know, to, to use my life as an example to, you know, I know that in everything, because it's everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm doing is something new. It's something new. If it's to my family, it's something new for me. Um, it's something that I've never seen before. Right. 
And so God is using me as an example. My marriage is going to be an example for the kingdom. I pray to God that because it's been on, you know, delay, <laughs> that it's like a good example. Like it's that great. And like we don't go through all these like horrific problems that you hear about and see. Um, that's my prayer. But, you know, even if we are challenged with, you know, things, I'm just grateful that, you know, I have such a good foundation and I know that God would not, uh, it's no way he would equally yoke me with, um, you know, that of somebody that does not have such a, you know, strong foundation as well, if not stronger, you know what I mean? Like we wouldn't be equally yoked if that was the case, you know? Um, and so I'm just, I'm so grateful, like to truly like depend on him, um, and so it's so, you know, when it is so heavy, because yesterday got so heavy that, you know, it invoked like a lot of just praise was provoked, you know, while I was watching that service, um, that conference of um, From Wounded to Worship uh, Ministries. And um, it was just like I was in here and I mean, I walked the floors, uh, you know, paced the floors, I, you know, yelled out to God, I prayed something real good and strong just over myself, over Sydney, over all of our things, our stuff, you know, past, present, and future, you know, for those of us, uh, for those of our family that's, you know, ill right now, just praying, I mean, just did something like, did something good up in here. You hear me? Like my war cry was definitely renewed yesterday. You know what I mean? Like I'm, um, I'm aware that, you know, my tongue, my tongue, is a war cry, right? Um, it's the war cry that you would hear like in Africa. I believe it's in like Middle Eastern as well. It's usually about women. Um, and so I used to not hate. Yeah, I didn't, I never hated it, I don't think, but I used to dislike that I didn't have like that. Watch this. Be careful again when I say that you get caught and stuck in the unseen, unheard, you know, like, oh, woe is me, right? Um, and mind you, I, I relate. So I'm not just picking fun, right? Um, but I'm really like, if you got to pull out, you know, the inconsistencies of your, just how you feel. And so I, I, I hated that I didn't have a regular, not regular, but you know, the average, you know, tongue that you would hear, um, that's more familiar. I guess that's why I didn't have a familiar tongue. And so I hated that I didn't have something familiar when I made unique and I made to, you know, to make this war cry. So it's either in war cry or it was in celebration of victory. Come on now, like. Thank God for just depending on him that I'm able to come to that, you know, that realization of what it is that I have within me and just what, so that way I can begin to really learn, you know, the purpose of what it is that I have within me. Like there's greatness in me. There's greatness in you. I need you to find it. You got to let go. You got to release what it is that people have done to you, what it is that people have not done for you. Release it. Let it go. Okay, you got it. I want you to get it. I got to make sure that you have it. Okay, I'll check on y'all next week, man. I love you. Until then, stay safe.